The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Low Mid Podcast. A little switch up today. You got Ramel doing the intro because my two fellow hosts are doing a debate between Tyler and Earl. Who would win in a rap battle? And to my right, representing Tyler, we have... Huey Revolution. I know what the fuck going on, yeah? And to my left, representing Earl Sweatshirt, we have... Nemo Deserves. Yeah. Exactly. So here's how we're going to get into it. It's going to be a debate between Earl and Tyler, and they're going to... Um, debate who would win in a rap battle this is very interesting so how this is going to work round one will occur both sides will give their argument then a cross-examination of each other's arguments will occur round two will occur and then i will give the uh i guess what the debaters um another extra minute to give any closing thoughts or to strengthen their argument or to you know try and try to sway me and then i will make a decision who i think had the better argument and who Rapper would win in the motherfucking rap. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn rap battle and shit. So, without further ado, we're gonna get just right into it. Um, and so, who's going first? Your boy Huey Revolution is going first. Your boy Huey Revolution is going first. So, Huey, you have a minute thirty. Okay. To formulate your first argument, and it starts right the fuck now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. My name is Huey Revolution. I'll be representing Tyler the Creator. Even though he needs no introduction, you already know who he is. Tyler, the motherfucking creator. So coming into this uh, debate, it's no secret that I'm maybe at what some people would perceive as as a disadvantage, right? Because Earl, he's the lyrical guy, right? That's his thing. That's what he does. But people underestimate Tyler, right? Tyler may not focus heavily, as heavily as Earl does on, you know, double entendres and metaphors, at least not to the same degree. But let's not act like he can't hold his own in any stretch of the imagination when it comes to any rapper including tyler i mean including earl tyler's gotten himself to the top of the rap game by himself leading odd future a group which earl was a part of by the way wasn't leading oh you know what i'm saying that's just tyler he he's at the top in any of every facet of the imagination he had the number one rap album this year um and you know he's tyler you know what I'm saying? So um, when it comes to rapping, Tyler's lyrical gymnastics aren't far, far behind Earl in any stretch of the imagination. And what he lacks maybe in going that deep with his bars, he makes up for it with charisma, dynamic energy, and magnetic imagery. So what I'll say with this, uh, with my opening words is that I don't think Earl would be able to compete with Tyler when it comes to energy level. Yeah. Okay, okay. That was a good strong opening argument with some valid points that I could definitely see. Now for Nemoid. Nemo. Three, <laughs> two, one. Going for Earl. Alright, so like you said it, Earl 
he's the lyrical mastermind in this battle and with that being said he's also a flow mastermind with this battle being influenced by so earl now okay so let's let's all pretend that these guys are going into a serious rap battle like not not grooving around type shit like that's what uh, that's what they were doing in real life but in a real battle let's just say that they have all prepared so earl he would definitely be having his punchlines like hit really hard in, in very particular and in, in very particular parts of his flow because you know that's that's, that's what he does like he, he loves to write it but and like you said as well not only does he have the double entendres but he has the triple entendres as well and he, you know bro he's, he's just gonna fucking eat up tyler bro he's gonna fucking eat up tyler if, if, this, was a, if this was a real thing because He's got so much shit against them that they're, they're so close against each other. What else? Is, is that the minute? If minute you, 30. You you're got done, t- you're you got, done, but you got 20 more you got seconds 20 if you have anything else to say. Oh, um, uh, I'll save the rest for the cross-examination. Right. Okay, cool. So initially, it seems like you're saying that Tyler's charisma and his, his charisma can make up yeah, for man. whatever... For whatever triple entendres that Earl <laughs> And yeah. Nemo's initial argument is that Earl's wordplay and his style is going to override anything that Tyler would be able to throw at him. Yeah. All right. So now we have the cross-examination between the two combatants. <clears throat> and I guess whichever one of you guys wants to cross-examine first, you know what I'm saying? I'll It'll be first. Huey. All right. And so let's get that going. Nemo, who was 15 when they first drew that donut? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Huh? Yeah, Tyler. Tyler, the creator. All right. Who's a walking paradox? Tyler. No, he's not. No, fuck. No, we'll fuck. Tyler, the creator. And who did Earl message on MySpace telling him that he was his stan? Uh, I don't remember. Tyler, the creator, sir. Tyler, the creator, (laughs) sir. Earl is a Tyler, the creator stan, and he has been since day one. Hold up, man. Pause the time. Let me find this message right quick. All right, let me, let me read you this fucking message. <clears throat> let me just read you an excerpt of it. It makes my fucking day when I look at my comment box thing and I get one word comment from you. I feel like Stan. You know, those, those are, uh, you know, what I, you know, parentheticals or whatever. But Earl, man, he looks up to Tyler. You know what I'm saying? He's the big brother he never had. That's his words, by the way. There's no way that the little brother can defeat the big brother especially not when the big brother has so much charisma energy brutal bars and his immature personality is going to make for some of the funniest rap battle lines that you've ever heard in his life in your life you know what i'm saying so you know um who has more energy earl or tyler nemo (laughs) who is it nemo wait i want to hear him answer first that was a good one and that was <laughs> it's Tyler, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that, that was, was Huey's good. cross-examination. And now, Nemo, your cross-examination. All right, Huey, so when Earl went away for three years, what, what's the name of the hashtag? Hashtag free Earl. Right, and what was on T-shirts? Earl's face. And free Earl was on T-shirts as well. Now, when they got when Odd Future got their first interview... They wanted to see Earl. They were like, where's Earl? But he was already locked up. So the, the fact that Earl being like a lyricist ahead of his generation, it already put him ahead of everybody else because he was looked at as 
the oddball because he was really like the only one taking the rap shit like super seriously and that fucking attracted a lot of attention. In fact, it's one of the things that made him go viral. Now, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now about you being about Tyler being like a goofy ass nigga or whatever. Earl was already like that before he met up with Tyler. And in fact, Tyler called Earl his brother more than Earl did. Okay. Because they already shared the same music. And in fact, Tyler would say that Earl made him want to go harder. All right. All right. Those are two very valid and very good cross-examinations defending the other person's artist or their that, that person's artist. Um, and so now we'll get on with round two, which is the final round of the debates and or rebuttal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, <laughs> and so are we starting with Huey again? Yeah. Do we get two minutes this time? You want two minutes? Let me get that two minutes. Okay. <laughs> two minutes is the final round. Y'all are allotted two minutes to fully formulate your final argument before we get any extra statements. So Huey, time is now. Okay. Ra. Nemo, I have a question for you guys. You don't have to answer, but who would win in a Joni session? Is it the super analytical nerdy nigga or is it the class clown? It's the class clown. Tyler is the class clown of this situation. The fact that Earl makes Tyler want to take his stuff more seriously, the fact that Tyler doesn't take anything too seriously is a very strong advantage for him if we're talking about a rap battle because we're throwing disses at each other. We're not finna, you know what I'm saying, be doing lyrical, miracle, spiritual, spiritual shit. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be like, nigga, and fuck you and all this shit. Tyler has the uh, personality, the lyrics. Let's not pretend like Tyler doesn't write some hard-hitting lyrics. And the imagery to convey that. And another asset, which will go to his advantage, in this day and age, it's 2019, people like to hear a good song. <laughs> Let's not pretend like Tyler won't bust out the best beat you've ever heard in your life for this motherfucking diss track. All right, let, let me read you a little thing that I wrote. I say, okay, Tyler the Creator may not be a technically better lyricist. I'll give you that. But I believe the brutal imagery Tyler will convey with his diss track, combined with the charisma in his delivery, delivery will look something like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah, Word. Uh, fatality. Fatality. All right. How much more time I got, sir? You have 20. Yeah. Yeah. 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, 40 yeah, seconds. Okay, 40 let seconds. me just talk shit about Earl. <laughs> His monotone cadence, even on his best day, can't compete with Tyler's charisma. You know what I'm saying? He's going to overthink this shit and be doing And then he's going to be, oh, I got to get this right and this right. And Tyler's just going to come out there and fucking walk around and just talk some shit to a dope-ass beat and just, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? He got he had to keep calling him his brother because he had to remind him who the little brother was. Yeah. Oh, Earl, Earl just can't. You know what I'm saying? It's Tyler. It's Tyler the creator. He's the stand of him. No way he can beat him. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Machine Gun Kelly versus Eminem. And we know who won that one. You dig? Fatality. Yeah. All right, that's my two minutes. All right. Huey, very, very good solid points. Very, very strong argument. Now, for Nemo, two minutes starts now. All right, so having antics in a rap battle doesn't always really get you the W. At the end of the day, it's a rap battle. It's about what you say. And if, if these niggas are serious enough, then these niggas are going to come at each other with their fucking most disrespectful shit. And in fact, Earl, he's just going to make it sound way better. Yeah, Tyler, he's going to make it look better. But Earl, he's going to make it sound better. E even though we're in a day of age where... You know, the fucking melody is better. Earl's been working on that. So he's going to make it sound better as well with a complicated flow. You got anything else? 
Yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was on the side of the argument. Um, all right. After hearing both sides, you know what I'm saying? I definitely see where each person is coming from so far. But before I give my final decision as to who won this debate between Earl and Tyler, I will allow you each one more minute to get any closing remarks or final statements to strengthen your argument. So, Huey, your minute starts now. Um, Tyler's going to beat Earl. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It, it's going to be an easy W. He's going to come through with the brutal bars. He's going to humiliate him. He might give him a wedgie. Um, yeah, he's going to talk his shit. He dig. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He might even wear a free Earl shirt while he's doing it. You know, just to shit on the homie. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. What else can I say? Production is going to be A1. He's going to be loud and in your face. You know what I'm saying? I like Earl, but you might fall asleep listening to his diss track. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Tyler wins. That's all I can really say. I'm, I'm done. All right. Cool. That was Hewitt's final words. Your argument is complete. Yep. Nemo, you have one minute to express your final thoughts. Starting now. So with the evidence that w- that's already been shown, when these two come back at each other, like on a track, all in all, it is very entertaining. But <laughs> I, I just wanted to do that. But, but fuck, I, I'm just gonna say it. Or he, he wins. He wins the debate. Oh, he, well, hold he on, did, ladies and gentlemen. He did, he did we have research. to. We he have to research. stop. We have to stop the debate. We have. Is that officially listed as a forfeiture? No, I'm not going to say it's a forfeiture. I'm just saying he he did his research. He he wins the debate. There we go, ladies. And okay, gentlemen. so we we have a concession here. Um, <laughs> Nemo has conceded the debate to Huey. Um, so I guess that I mean, okay. Well, as far as who the moderator I, thinks, I, I don't. I wouldn't say concede is just that based on the debate he he did have the stronger points Huey for president well at least he conveyed them pretty strong I should say all right well I mean I'll I'll echo the same sentiments as the moderator (laughs) (laughs) I'll guess I guess um both of you guys made well that's Nemo's I guess extra whatever but Mm -hmm. um both sides did have some compelling points but I think you know I'm saying very strongly, Huey wins the debate um, and wins the <laughs> wins the argument. Nemo's face. <laughs> because of, you pretty much just said it yourself. You pretty much just said it yourself. And strongly as in he had, you know, like listening to both of you, listening to both of you guys, your first round was very good because you did point out like Earl's lyricism. And because Earl has lyricism, that can be very useful in a rap battle because um, you need to be creative. And Earl has a lot of dumb entendres and a lot of metaphors that he uses and things like that. So in a rap battle against Tyler, that could work. But Huey did come on strong with the charisma and the fact that Tyler's personality is probably geared more towards a rap battle. And the fact that he could probably say some shit like uh, the cl- the class clown analogy was really good because a class clown is always going to be more apt than like, I guess, like the other person that you try to compare that person to. So like the class clown is going to have the jokes already stocked up, ready to go in something like a rap battle. And in the you know, that was in the in the first round and in the second round, Huey 
had more good point had more points, mass some more solid points, and then the second round it seemed like you didn't have any, you know, any extra points to add to your argument. So based on the strength of that, all of that alone, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to give this round to Hugh Revolution and give it to Tyler. Um, it was a more complete package. However, Earl, I wouldn't be surprised if Earl were to win a rap battle because of all the points that you listed above. Um, as far as his lyricism, his tone, and his whole, all his strengths do play well to a rap battle. So, good debate, fellas. Good, fair debate. You guys can shake hands if you might want to, I guess. And let us know, as the listeners, who you think will win in a rap battle between Earl and Tyler and your reasons for why. Um, and, yeah, I guess that's the, <laughs> I guess that's the end of the debate. All right. What was that death stare about, by the way? <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to make it intense and I was thinking of like, I was, I was actually, I was really wondering why my mind went blank. Mm. So I wanted to make it intense by like trying to make it seem like I was going to come back with the, fi- the fire oh. shit ever. Oh. And I, and I had the fire shit ever like in the back of my mind. I just Escaping couldn't find it. <laughs> Cause we were, I was like, the anticipation was building with like every second I was looking at the clock and I was like, okay, he finna say some shit. He, I thought you were just creating some shit. He was just like, Bro, he was just going to just explode shit. on your ass. I thought he was going to just come out with like Nigga, the hardest Earl effects. <laughs> it's like, Earl's a motherfucking massacre. Like, Earl's going to fucking massacre this thing. I thought he was just going to start spewing out, spewing out, spewing out. But yeah, it's all good. You know what I'm fun. saying? I think that was like my first proper debate ever. That was your first proper debate. Was that, well, that's your second proper debate after. Yeah. Have you had you ever been in a debate before the one we did? Me? me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. I always oh. wanted to be on debate team, but we didn't, yeah. we didn't have one. So. You know, so yeah, that was the debate between Earl and Tyler from Hugh Revolution and Nemo the Zeus. Mm-hmm. You guys can hit you, you guys can hit the chat and just see again say who you think will win in the rap battle between Earl and Tyler because I think that that would be a very interesting contrast of styles. Number yeah. one and number two, just because they're friends, it would be very hard to see them even trying to really go at each other as if they're enemies since they're a part of the same collective and since Earl. Is the, I mean, they're friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're friends. So, if anything, they would do it for sport, but it would be entertaining. We all three of us believe yeah. that. By the way, I really like Earl. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I had to make the nigga look bad. You know what I'm saying? I probably listened to more Earl stuff than Tyler back in the day. But um, there okay. you go. You all right. So, yeah, there goes the debate for today. And the next, um, our next topic is Lil Nas comes out. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, if you haven't heard, which you probably have by now, Lil Nas X came out of the closet. Uh, He had a tweet that he put out where he was basically saying, oh, he released it on the last day of Gay Pride Month. Or is it it Gay Pride Month or is it? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, LGBT Pride Month or Gay Pride Month, whichever one it is. And he said, before this month is over, I want y'all to really listen to the lyrics of Closure, which is one of the songs from his 7 EP. Um, where if you listen to the song, it basically talks about someone trying um, s- trying not to live by the rules that other people have set for them anymore and embracing who mm-hmm. they are. Now, when I first heard the song, I didn't know it was talking about him coming out of the closet or anything. I, yeah. Like but apparently it was. And he had the little rainbow uh, emoji behind it and, you know, some other emojis. But, you know, he basically told everybody that he was gay. He, he also had a tweet where he was like, this was obviously a joke, by the way, but he was like, I deadass thought I made it obvious, where he, like, posted a, in the far background of his EP, there's, yeah. like, a little rainbow there's flag. A, a little rainbow on the building. Yeah. A, a minor detail. Exactly. But Lil Nas, <laughs> he's a fucking meme lord, bro, so. Yeah, he is. 
have the now this is like the first time he's ever really said something that was like serious that came from his like twitter or instagram mm-hmm. or whatever but um yeah man lil nas x is gay um i i will say it did surprise me when i found it out i was i was not anticipating that but yeah. when i heard it i was just kind of like okay that's pretty, that's pretty much <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. okay uh i was like great all right that's literally i was like literally nothing yeah. nothing has changed i still like the songs like yeah 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 um yeah so yeah when i found that out i was just kind of like oh oh okay you know that's cool like that's representation for the uh, lgbt community from a very big artist so that's good and i think his personality is pretty funny um in fact the responses that he's been giving um from this whole situation have been funny i know little boosie said some shit like he was like now we know what he was riding on the old town i knew he was gonna say this uh there were several yeah there's several people saying stuff and he released two tweets one of of them was like if one more person says a homophobic thing to me yeah and he had the little emoji of a sad cowboy with a gun and then he said (laughs) next nigga talk some shit about me is getting kissed <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was funny. That's actually hilarious. I like, man, Lil Nas X is just funny as hell, bro. I, I like the way he deals with things. Like, he just takes everything as a joke. And he just, yeah, he doesn't take himself too you seriously. You know what I'm saying? He just posts memes about it. And so, yeah, for me, I like I said, I was surprised. I didn't expect that. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, all right, that's, that's pretty much all that happened. Yeah, for me, I totally was not surprised. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because Let's let's take a look. Let's think about how this nigga came up. Like, let's go way way back. This nigga started a Nicki Minaj fan page. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yes. Oh shit, I didn't know. Naj that. Mirage or whatever. Yeah. Naj ah. Mirage. So think about it. What straight niggas do you know makes a Nicki Minaj stan page? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a straight nigga with a Nicki Minaj stan page. So that was the first flag for me. Uh, that was the first rainbow flag for me. Rainbow flag. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it just it just made even more sense. So when he said "Go Listen to Closure," I told y'all on air like that's that's probably like my favorite song mm-hmm. on the album mm-hmm. on the, the EP. playlist. What EP? Yeah. <laughs> that's so I, I'm li- I'm listening to lyrics and I'm like, all he says, I just want to be free. So I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, like the same same with Huey. Like it's just so when you did you connect the dots or something when you heard that, or did you Uh, automatically think he was gay? Oh, a a little bit. I mean, originally it it sounded like a gay song. So see, when I first heard the song, I thought he was talking about like just overall a a relationship with yeah a girl or something that he's like yeah I'm breaking up with you because you keep. It's always what yeah, you like. That, I thought he was talking about one person. Yeah, I didn't know he was talking too. about like everyone, everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. So. I, I, I started making connections after he came out. I started making sense, but the statements he made in the song are like very vague. Yeah, general. You, I think you, he probably you could wrote not it. tell. Yeah, he probably wrote it like that purposely at yeah. the time because he probably just wasn't ready to come out yet. But. And plus, honestly, bro, I think all the niggas that are around him already knew he was gay. Like all his like friends and shit. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I would hope so. I'm pretty sure, but like, so it didn't really come as a surprise. But yeah, uh. I'll I'll say from this the way that like, I remember when this kind of stuff used to happen. It used to be like very big news or whatever. And yeah. it's not that it's not <laughs> very big. It's it's big news, I guess. It's it's notable news. I'll say that. But I think the perception of, and you know, obviously I'm not in that community, so I 
you know, if I'm wrong, correct me. But I think the perception of it is getting better because it, now it's at the point where it wasn't really no I, – I mean, I didn't see that many big negative comments about it. I only no, saw, like, yeah. two, which is, like, yeah, it's fucked up. You know that's going to come from it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the whole world is not homophobic or something. Yeah. But um, I just think that we're getting a lot better with that because yeah. I just was, like, looking at it, and I was like, huh, yeah, I don't really think that many people are going to be outraged by this, and I don't really, yeah. nah. you know, I didn't really – I wasn't really expecting people to be outraged about it. Yeah, yeah, it should have been just been like you know, okay, cool, now mind your business yeah. and go about your day. I remember, yeah, back in the day, people would just be like, "What? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Are you what?" Even if they didn't care about the artist, <laughs> right? It's just like people would just freak the fuck out. And now it's just kind of like, all right, so that's good. Like, I'm I'm glad that he came out on his own terms and just yeah, did mm-hmm. it straight yeah. away. Yeah, he did it straight yeah. away. So that, you're just so kind of like, you're fuck just, it, no, just, just you know me from, from straight yeah, on. So there you go. Nothing y'all can really say in the future or anything like that. He's been honest since he blew up can't nobody tell me nothing can't tell me nothing see okay see, see i saw some <laughs> comments and there and there was like wow this this gay nigga really got hood hood niggas singing about cowboys and <laughs> whores in the street and then i see another comment like oh fuck this nigga's gay now i can't play that song no more oh wow that, see those, yeah, that, those were the only bullshit. negative comments i saw yeah which and is those, like, that's those, true that's to be expected yeah like, you're gonna get a few of those it's awesome that it wasn't like overwhelming huge yeah. big like what Every, whoa everybody check this out you know like some tmv tmz story yeah. or something which it probably will be you know if so they put out anything but you know. <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> what's hilarious is that a gay black man had a number one country song Right uh, this year, so I wonder so who, how, that's I, pretty funny. I wonder whatever population he pissed off is even more like because they're, they're like, what the they're fuck? Like, He's gay. Because usually those same people usually have some homophobic traits yeah. about them. <laughs> if you, you know, yeah. so you know that's that's usually yeah. what it is. We're gonna be real about it, but yeah, man, Lil Nas X, man, at least he's at least he's comfortable within himself now to at least get that off his chest. Yeah. If he felt like it was a weight that he was lifted on him or something like that. Um, yeah. It seemed like there was really no judgment across the board for yeah, the most part yeah. from what I saw. Um, and, yeah, keep going. We're living in the free world. Yeah, man. So, you know, shout out to him. Keep shout on winning, bro. All right. And so for our top three, we're going to do it a little bit differently this week. You dig what I'm talking about? Each of us has one of the three best little bit stories <laughs> that we can come up with to tell you guys about the three of us as a group. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. each of us would do one story, and that'll comprise the three stories that we tell. So, anybody has, any, you know, anybody want to go first, or I'll go first. Bet. Right. Um. So, with this story, this is literally our first film project. So, with that, I need to give a little bit of background information. So, all right. So, freshman year of college, the first nigga I met from low mid is is fucking Rob Mill. So. I go into math class, right? And he's literally, like, on some spooky God type shit. He's literally the first person I notice. And I'm like, oh, he looks like somebody from my high school. Like, one of the football players. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of I like every black guy. God. And also, Nemo knows everybody. Yes, you're popular. <laughs> Nemo's popular. So I probably did like somebody you knew. Yeah, so. He, um, he probably noticed you because you were the only person he didn't know. He's like, no, he's got to be somebody. That'd be something. One of my high school or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we go somewhere, Nemo knows one person randomly. He's plugged or in. Or multiple bro. people. You plugged in, ain't you? You plugged in. On on accident. I <laughs> so eventually, like, Ron notices that, like, I'm fucking editing videos while everybody's doing math work. 
and shit. So he's like, <laughs> so he's like, yo, you edit videos? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's for my YouTube channel. Yeah. And, I, and he was like, oh, yeah, I got a YouTube channel too, bro. You should check me out, my boy out, boy. So I'm like, all right, bro, I'll check you and your boy out. So, <laughs> so I, I watched pretty much video. how it happened. I, I, I watched yeah. the videos and I'm like, okay, these are pretty funny. I, I, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I want to work <laughs> with these guys. Okay. So then, fast forward to next semester, in my film class, uh, fucking Huey was the only nigga I. Well, Huey, I mean, not the only. He was the first nigga I noticed because I was like, huh, that nigga. Another person who I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just two, we were the two only black men on the planet who Huey did. Fuck is this guy? Who Nemo didn't know. I, I was like, wow, this nigga used to have my hair. No, this nigga has the hair that I used to have. Mm. So then, I was like, yo. Uh, I saw you on the on the internet, and then he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Who the fuck is this weirdo?" <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I was like, "I saw you on the internet. I could, we can do some shit." And and you was like, "I like editing my own shit." So, uh, is that what you said? I think I probably yeah. did say something. Because like, that. <laughs> like at that time, this is the first time really I met Nemo like that. So I was kind of like, I don't have any money to pay nobody. And I was like, I don't yeah. know who this guy is. So. uh <laughs> oh, you know, I do my own shit, but uh, I like the initial pitch. It was we like, could chop we it up. Edit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's what I was really trying to learn how to edit more. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that that's how I met these niggas on like a film scale, right? So then fast forward to like a month after I I meet Huey, we all see that it's time for a fucking uh, film festival. The yeah, film, film festival, yeah, right? The film festival, and you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't gonna see it yet till the highlights come out. But I wore my special little shirt mm. for this fucking shit but anyway so we go in and we're like and and i uh fuck but so so we so we go in and um i'm walking with huey right and then we link up with rod and he's like yo so we already got a story we just need to like shoot the shit and edit it and i'm like yeah okay bet i can i can do that shit so we go sign up for our cameras keep in mind for the film festival, we only had like six days to make it yeah. like, from scratch. So that shit was so clutch how these niggas were already prepared ahead of time. Yep. And I noticed that other niggas, there was like, do I want to have a basketball in my video? Like on the day they're getting their fucking... <laughs> <laughs> on, on, yeah. On the day they're getting their A lot cameras. of people were like <laughs> trying to make up make teams on that day. They didn't yeah. know anybody. They're they, like, anybody need a videographer? Or yeah. Anybody need a... Yeah, they were going around meeting people literally yeah. at that moment saying, do you want to help me film and we this? we were like, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, yeah, so yeah, that was that. Then we linked up with our fourth member, my boy Trey. Shout out, shout, shout out, shout out Trey James, bro. That nigga's so funny. So, we were like, okay, so we got the, the concept. So basically, we're just we're just like, yeah, we got the concept. Let's schedule some places. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's go to Piedmont. We can shoot there. So boom, boom, boom. We sh- we uh <laughs> Wait, we l- you're forgetting one person that tagged along. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 oh I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna say his real name. I'm yeah, just calling uh, Rich. Yeah, so Rich. this nigga Rich, bro, he, he 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 tags along with us and like in in the meeting we're like we're planning out our sh- our shit and he's like yeah for my shit, bro. I'm gonna get my niggas with me and then I'm gonna get some basketballs with me and then yeah. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna oh. just go with, I'm gonna just go with y'all. We're just gonna I'm just gonna film my shit too. And I'm like, okay, sure, bet. So then, <clears throat> goddamn. So yeah, we go to Piedmont Park. We get we get up like early in the morning, um, fucking meet up at like six in the morning to shoot real film shit. And then like we get our fucking coffee and we're like, yeah, bro, we're yeah, we, we got feel, coffee. We got everywhere. coffee, dog. We feel like Hollywood 
makers. And it was Starbucks, by the way. That's crucial. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I had my two friends from my film class from that year, which was yeah. Clutch, come and help us out. Yeah, they did. And yeah. we yeah. appreciate that. So we, we go and start shooting a shit. And basically, right, it was it was just a blast just trying to shoot that shit. Cause like it all came so well. That nigga, that nigga Rich was so funny, yeah. right? Cause like he wanted to, he wanted to be our personal photographer for that day. That was like, so cool. Cause like he did, he still didn't know the plot of his story yet, and we're like, <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think he had everybody to help. Yeah, he him. didn't, he didn't have people yeah. with him yet. I think he was, he, he was a good guy, but but <laughs> he was like, I think he was trying to um like get us after we finished to like help him and we were kind of yeah. like well guys mm, time for that appreciate you the home for tag on us on the last second and yeah I wanna tell, <laughs> wait before you continue uh when we all met up we were all like ready to go right we were like let's go and homie rich he had um the stabilizer that he was he was like yeah we can just set up my stabilizer and head out there we're like oh cool how long is that gonna take he's like yeah like five minutes or whatever this is no we gave him the camera <laughs> gave him the camera Man, it took this man like an uh, hour, bro. I'm not even exaggerating yeah, I to that. set up the stabilizer, and we were kind of just like, uh, uh, maybe we don't need. Maybe no we more. should just go and you can try <laughs> to get it, set it up when we were out there. But he never got it to set up. Yeah, but, uh, gotcha. so we, we wasted a good uh, hour in the morning. But it's all good. He tried to help, which I appreciate. Yes, yeah, he did. But that was funny. He wanted to be our personal photographer too, but he never sent us the photos. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say we never got the goddamn motherfucking photos, I guess man. Because we didn't act in his film, I guess. Hey, he was like, I'm, I'm. He probably deleted them. Shit. Yeah, he was. He was probably a little. Bummer. And this, the couple fellows that I saw was it was fire. So that's why we said send them to us. But you know, I never heard from him again after yeah. that day. <laughs> but yo, uh, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, go to our YouTube channel, Low Mid, and watch. The video that Nemo is describing, war or nothing, and yeah. then yeah, we're giving you kind of the behind the scenes of yeah, kind of the behind that. the scenes. So like, it was our first film that we all did together. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, and that shit came out really good. And I remember like, um, I, okay, I remember. Let me fast forward to the last day that we had to work on it. Last day, we're fucking cramming. Like, I, I was the main editor for this, so like, I'm I'm fucking cramming trying to make sure that everything's in the right spot, and then. The niggas that are trying to submit it, they're like, "Okay, you got you got thirty minutes," and I'm like, "Okay, right, this is okay. I'm, I'm stressful." Like, I'm like, "Okay, but let me finish editing this last scene because, like, you know, I got a certain vision. I'm like, I, I can't. It has to look like this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, everything's bad. I mean, everything's good. I just go ahead submit it, right? But then when I look at the finished version after we submit it, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. There's a where's there's one minor detail, hmm. and and it's literally like the title screen. It's just like in the in the wrong fucking spot i'm like oh god damn it so i'm like oh shit because of that we're gonna fucking lose but then we end up fucking qualifying for the 16 yeah we end up fucking placing pretty yeah, pretty high in that shit i'm like oh okay shit it's fun with it too even there's fake guns in there but yeah yeah and the thing about that night that night was crazy because um i think you were you were there right I don't think I, you know, I, he I wasn't, wasn't able. He wasn't there. It. He wasn't there. You weren't there. You weren't there. I wasn't able. To it was. Oh yeah, we gave you that. Okay, yeah, it, it was, was me, you, and Trey. And Trey. It's me, you, and Trey, right? So I had rushed off of work. I'm rushing, speeding this shit, getting to the shit. I walk in there, it's smelling like fish grease and shit, and the little auditorium at perimeter. And um, Huey and Trey are already there. And my whole family. Yeah, <laughs> your whole, your mom and your everybody was there. My siblings. And then, so how they did it was, 
they they were fucking with us, man, because they showed our out of the, if you don't know how Campus Movie Fest works, the first round is a sixteen qualifying round, so they pick sixteen out of the hundreds of films that are probably submitted, I guess, or whatever, mm-hmm. however many, mm-hmm. and they pick those to show at this first round event, and then whatever you know, it's like that. Yeah, and it just because you're picked as one of the sixteen doesn't necessarily mean you win anything, and it, sometimes you can just get your film showed, and just because you submit a film doesn't mean it's gonna get showed. Yeah, yeah, but they showed our shit last. Yeah, bro, <laughs> we were like sitting in the back row. And mind you, I invited my family out. We're all sitting in the back row. Movie shows, not ours. Next movie, not ours. There's like four rounds, right? You're right. So then we get to the like the last round. We're like, well, fuck, bro. I don't think they're going to show our fucking movie at all. Because we see all these other movies. We're like, damn. Like, right. Ours should have been shown by now, right? Right. They get to the very last movie. And it's ours. Me, Ramil, and Trey, we just all fucking go crazy. We fell on the floor. We're like, holy <laughs> shit. We like jumped up, screamed, and like fell on the floor. Well, this, and keep in mind, this is like the first film we ever really submitted to a film festival, right? Was was it? No, or, it was the second. Well, the second, second one we did, but it was the second one we did as a uh, the uh, three as of the us. First one that we did as a group. Yeah. And so we're there. Yeah, yeah, it's the first one we all did together because we did another one previous year. Won some shit for that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. to us. But <laughs> this is the first one we all did for as uh, us three. And we're like, damn, bro, fuck. This shit sucks. I hate this shit. We're not, we haven't get showed. Like, that's fuck shit. Exactly. Then they show ours very last. And at the end of the night, the two people that were heading it, like the girl, the white mm-hmm. girl and the white dude, they're like, dude, we like loved your film, dude. Like, y- y'all's was our favorite film. <laughs> Just the people that were showing it. To the to yeah. the, to everyone, they didn't say that on stage or nothing, of course. But they were like, "That's why I put it last because it was like really funny and stuff like that." Yeah, so. Did, didn't y'all say that like it had the best crowd reaction too? Yes, yeah, man. and Surprise, the parts that surprisingly I surprisingly to me, yeah, the parts that I didn't think they was gonna laugh at, the audience died at that shit. Uh, so I was like, uh, "Cool, we were, cool, <laughs> it, it's working." We get some reaction. Yeah, was, some reaction is better than no reaction. It was fun for sure. It was fun. That was a fun experience oh, for sure. Yeah, Nemo shirt, Campus Movie Fest winner. We actually won a silver tripod for a best story. Yeah, so, so that was cool. So we all got T-shirts. Yeah, that said winner. We didn't get to go on to Terminus, but hey, we made it past that, which was pretty lit. You know, we'll, you know, what I'm saying we'll, we'll we'll progress. You know, what I'm saying, but yeah, that was definitely a cool experience. Just the whole thing of us going out to film something, having to take breaks, lunch breaks together. And then, like, the whole X's and O's of it was what made the experience more enjoyable for me. Like, having to meet up early in the morning. Like, getting up early in the morning to go do something that you're excited to do. As fun. opposed to having to get up in the morning and going to fucking class. or some shit. You feel me? Like, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, taking the lunch breaks and then resuming and getting everything right. And actually just being out in the city filming is just fun in general. You know what I'm saying? So, that was definitely, like, a top, like, low mid experience so far. Because that shit was yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? All right. So I, I guess I'll go next. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'll go next. I was trying to signal to say if you want to go ahead and do it, but I was, oh. you know what I'm saying? But it's cool. I'll go next. All right. So for one of the other great times that we've had, we've had hundreds probably, but um we you know if we if you don't know you know what i'm saying as a listener all three of us are enrolled at georgia state university so this took place about maybe i think close to two years ago or maybe something like that me and huey were staying on campus together at georgia state man, nemo 20, came 2017 was so wild bro. wild yeah, as fuck bro so um nemo came to visit the young boys you know what i'm talking about so we linked <laughs> up and shit we had to click up and shit you feel me and we were we were with two other friends two other female friends of ours that night and so we walked around around campus you know what i'm saying around the city and just you know what i'm saying walking talking to chilled or whatever and we was in a park just chilling doing our thing you feel me just chilling 
And then the cops pull up. We weren't just We were getting buzzed off something. You know what I'm saying? We was getting a little lit off something. Because we couldn't do it in the... We couldn't smoke in the dorms because the RAs right across the hall. Yeah. There was a whole thing. Like, that whole year, we were always just searching for different spots to just go get lit at. Yeah. And we're in the heart of downtown Atlanta, too. So that makes it even funner. Yeah, it's funner, but it's also... It's riskier. Cops in every corner, campus police... And, you know, we, we cut off to one of our spots. We can't disclose location. Yeah, we, we ain't going to disclose the location. But, you know what I'm saying? We were, at a, we were at a park, at a space. And we were, you know what I'm saying, doing our thing or whatever. Just, you know, we're not doing shit wrong, <laughs> literally. So, I guess we are. On, let me explain. <laughs> we were smoking something. Yeah. And, like, maybe drinking a little bit of something. Because it we sounds just, weird. We were hanging out with friends. We were just doing our we thing. Hang, we were hanging out with friends. <laughs> you feel me? We were hanging out with friends. Yeah, we were hanging out with friends. We were hanging out with friends, to clarify. Yeah. And then, next thing you know, we look to our right. Quick head turn, the motherfucking APD is right there. Yeah, that nigga was just posted he was just right posted there. sitting for about a good you know they pulled up or whatever. So then, two of our friends, um, two of us started running, and the rest of us were like, no, don't run, don't run. They will make it seem obvious, right? But the whole fun shit was was the running part. It was fun to kind of like be on the chase. Like kind of like that kind of shit, but then it was also y'all like we're not trying to get locked the fuck up. So like, hey, don't man. give them a reason to come looking after us if we run, goddamn. I, I, so I ran. Paranoid. I think I ran. Yeah, you ran. I, I ran. Bro. And one of the other female friends sprinted, ran. I don't like cops. Yeah, so. they don't like us, but you know, that's how another. I just ran. I didn't hear. He was like talking on the little speaker box thing, and I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" <laughs> I thought he was like, "Stay right there." I was like, "No." <laughs> and keep in mind, we might we, we might have already been a little paranoid, so yeah. we're already like, "Oh shit, I fuck was. no." Oh. So then, like, we all he ran runs. Separate ways. <laughs> he runs. Yeah, we all went in different directions. I think shit. I think I think me and one of our one of the other girls that was there might have like we actually me and her were actually together because we didn't run. I think you ran. I think. One of the other female friends ran, and I think you just that you were just chill. You didn't I, run. I was just chilling. Yeah, I knew so, they weren't going to do shit. <laughs> so then, like the fact that they ran. So then, like when they ran, we kind of just like jogged after them because we was like, okay, well they're running, shit, we can't like you know what I'm saying they gonna run after all of us. So <laughs> shit, yeah. I guess we kind of jogged or whatever. And then like Nemo was just Nemo was the biggest chiller. He was just big chilling. Actually, not nah, one of the female friends was a chiller. She's the one that actually like walked up to. the Oh yeah, well yeah, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them, yeah, yeah. So that was the one I wanted to walking with after that all that shit happened or whatever and then like i think me and her i think y'all were walking behind us or something like that and even her was in the front of me her was talking we was like damn why would they run but then it was kind of like i understand i understand why you ran but it was just kind of like no shit okay don't run yeah in hindsight it wasn't a good decision <laughs> yeah because- i was paranoid i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny as fuck at that. It was a funny ass night just because of that shit happened. You know, after the rush, yeah. after the adrenaline rush to go through, you'd be like, shit was kind of fun. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny at the time, you feel what I'm saying? And also because, you know, when you're just hanging out with your friends in the city and shit like that, it's always a good time, usually. So, yeah. That shit was fun. We was out there just smoking, vibing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Not doing nothing that would warrant the cops trying to come on, man. Stop yeah, bitching on I think the reason why he came is like, I think it's too late to be at the park, this particular park or something. Man, what? And also, we were surrounded by crackheads, so that also made me a little bit more paranoid yeah. as well. <laughs> well, we in Atlanta. I mean, we ain't got no choice. To, I'm not trying to get scooped up with these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not, not going to funnel me into that category, are yeah, you? Don't loop me in with these I'm niggas. definitely a, oh, I'm a student. I'm not a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a student. I'm not a crackhead. I'm a student. I'll show you my ID. I'm, I'm not a crackhead. But, yeah, I mean, that was a fun experience. That was a fun little cool little moment or whatever in hindsight. Um. We'll probably definitely hang out with them again whenever we get the chance. Um, yeah. Yeah, they was cool. You feel what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that shit was funny. Lou, you know what I'm saying? Funny ass moment with the cops. Luckily, no serious shit happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, we got away. 
um <laughs> and yeah so that's that's our that's my funny low mid story i guess all right ladies and gentlemen it's time for the final low mid story mm-hmm. let oh me God. tell y'all about the best party that we've ever been to facts the best party that maybe anybody has ever been to <laughs> in history. this shit was like project was a, x bro it was low key it was like a movie x. literally like a movie let me let me start you off in a day right so we're, we were still staying on campus me and wait no 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 this was this year so yeah, I, was I wasn't staying, staying on, on campus. campus me and Nemo weren't staying on campus ramil's staying on campus right we come up there because we hear that there's like a party going on that day right near campus i'm saying none of us really had cars so it's us two and our friend mj right yeah so yeah. we're mobbing we're like let's go see you hold up we're walking to go to the store to go get something right you know <laughs> so we walk we walk past before we hit the party because you know we're trying to pregame and everything yeah and we like we walk we walk past this party upstairs we see people upstairs like oh yeah woo. yeah they're like, like yeah come in bro they're like dude hey come up here yeah and i was like hold up but then i see some girls up there i'm like all right all right we might have to slide through <laughs> so then we're like all right, man. How, uh, what's, what's up? It was like he was like, dude, floor, whatever, dude, whatever. There's the door, dude. <laughs> the <laughs> number's four eight seven. Like, dude, we put like, the fucking room number in so our notes. Like, we was like, don't like, forget right. this shit. So we're like, bet, let's go get the drinks and come back, right? <laughs> so we go. We're having a good time. We're we're feeling good. We go get the stuff. We come back. You know what I'm saying? We're you know we're pregame a little bit. So we go out there. <laughs> we're like, hey, man. We knock on the door. We're like, what's up? And they're like, oh, dude, the party's gone. <laughs> And we're like, what? It got shut so, down, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's this two Indian <laughs> niggas, right? No, it's like four of them. And they're, one of them has this girlfriend in there. They're like, y'all want to come in? We're like, sure. sure. So we come in there. We're just talking. We're like, man. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that shit was lit, man. But the cops came and shut it down. He's like, y'all got to come to the next one, right? We're like, yeah, man. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so then he he's like, y'all want some drink? And we're like, <laughs> sure. sure. So he gives us the rest of this punch, this spiked punch that he mixed. And I don't know if it's kind of dumb to just take a random drink from a stranger, but we definitely <laughs> we took were it. Up enough it's to like take a it. whole gallon. We were like, free alk? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take that shit. So, so, but the night gets better, right? So that we went to two parties. One of them was a dud, right? But we got some free alcohol from it, right? Yeah. So that we was an appetizer. Back, we go back to Ra's yeah. crib. We're like, man, what are we going to do? Like, we're bored. So we, we're going up there to put the drink back. And we, we it's, oh, it's fucking Halloween. Yeah. By the way, I forgot to mention that's Halloween. It was Halloween, not or it was around Halloween. It was before Halloween. It was, yeah. Before, before Halloween, after one of them. Before. So it's the last costume party before Halloween, right? So we, we're walking through campus. Girls are dressed up. Everybody's dressed up. We see this one nigga dressed like Michael Jackson. He's like, yeah, we're like, oh, dude, where's the party? Right? We just <laughs> see people keep getting in cars and going. Luckily for us, this dude's like, oh, man, yeah, something, something street, man, dude, this, this. And he happened to be one of the niggas that's like heading the party, I guess. Because I thought he was, he was like, Sway Lee. Uh, that, that was his code name. That was oh, that was his code name. Okay. Slightly, okay. But, yeah. He was just I don't Jackson? remember his name. Yeah, it was just like Michael Jackson. Okay. So he was like, when y'all get there, tell him you know DJ or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. We're he like, gave us like a code when he gave us a name, I was like, oh, this like, party cool. gonna be legit. So we go up, <laughs> get somewhere to drink, put the alcohol back, go back, and MJ has her car. Right. So we all Clutch. mob over there. Thank you, MJ. We're like, what's to expect from this? So we're all kind of getting buzzed on the way over there, and then, bro. We pull up to this neighborhood where I don't even know if it's still. I don't even know if the neighborhood's real. I don't even remember where it was. <laughs> but we you pull might up, imagine that shit. We pull up to this neighborhood, bro, and it's all these college kids just like in front of like two different houses that right. they've like rented out for the party or something. So right. we pull up. There's security right in front of us. Like, hold on a second. And there's and there's police. And there's too. police. There's police there, and the party's behind them. We're seeing all these people back there. We're like, damn, we're trying to get in. And I think they were trying to get us to pay something. But we were like, oh, we know DJ. 
There's somebody. So whoever so we said. They're okay. like, oh, yeah, come on in. And we're like, that was shit was shit. cool. Fuck, that was a clout moment. So look, look, so that was a clout we're moment. We're like all dancing and shit. And they were like, hey. And do. So, so I'm going to tell y'all what happened the night from my perspective. And then I'm going to hand it over to, to the homie. So I walk in. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> good is an understatement. I'm goddamn, you're feeling, feeling awesome. So I'm like, I I'm, I walk in. I'm like, oh man, look at all these females in here, dog. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I think I might have set myself. I'm like, I think what I did some point that I was like, let me see how many numbers I can get. Right. <laughs> this nigga turns to Dora the Explorer. First, <laughs> so I turn around, I see this girl dressed like Dora the Explorer, and I'm just like, what's good? <laughs> And I just, I don't even remember what I said, but I was juicing up to her for like 15 seconds, and then we just started making out. <laughs> so then after that happens, I turn around, everybody's gone. <laughs> My homies are gone, but everybody just cut off doing that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back, yeah. So then I go to the door to, it's like a party outside, and there's a party in each one of these two houses. It's like right. A, it's like three parties combined, and the right. whole street is blocked off. There's nobody outside but a whole bunch of college yeah. kids. The cops are blocking off the street for yeah, the party. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> cops are in there to ensure our fun. So we walk, so I walk over, I see the homies, they're all like dancing, doing their thing. So I'm like looking for them, but I'm, you know, I'm off it. So I'm over, I start, you know, that's how I got the first number, right? I got the one number. I think by the end of the night, I ended up getting like five or six. Mm-hmm. But I walked over to this girl, and she was hella pretty. And I just started juicing up with her. You know what I'm saying? We took some Snapchat pictures together. It was chill. Then I got her number, right? So that's number two. I was chilling with her for a minute. But she was with her friends and they were kind of, you know what I'm saying, cop block. No, 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 no. So you know how that shit goes. But nonetheless, it was a good time. So then <laughs> I, I started talking to this other girl um, that was outside. And I don't know what happened. No, no, no. Okay, so I go inside. I go inside. I start dancing with this girl, right? Then I started dancing with this other girl, and then we started making out, right? <laughs> so that's how I get number three, right? And I'm talking to this other girl, and I'm juicing up with her. And she started dancing on me first, right? Mm-hmm. But then she was like, oh, I have a boyfriend or something. Uh, she started dancing with me, I'm like, can I get your number? She's like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, oh, why are you dancing on me? <laughs> she, I'm, she started dancing on me. I was like, why are you dancing on me then? So I, me walk, I walk away. I go to this... Um, this other girl outside. I'm juicing up with her. And I think I was like, oh, yo. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said, but like I was juicing up. I, like, you know, I, I, don't, I asked her to kiss or something like that. And she was like, oh, I want to, but you definitely just made out with my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, shit. so I was like, oh, did I? Uh, my bad. I was like, oh, word. So I go back in. And then this one, I'm going to hand it off to Ramil because I see Ramil juicing up with these two girls, and I walk over there to help him out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Ramil, you can tell your point of view of the party. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like, we broke down before the whole atmosphere of the party was something crazy because it was like, that shit looked like like Halloween town to me. Yeah, bro. Because I'm already, keep in mind, I'm already fucked up. So, we're already fucked up. So we get in the party. Like I said, that was a nice clout moment. We know so-and-so. Oh, y'all good? That, shit was, that was a clout moment. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so then we walk in there. And at first, I don't even fucking notice the little. It's like a tiny house. It's like a, almost like a shack, almost, in the middle of the whole shit. And the surrounding, I thought the party was, I thought the party was just outside at first. And then once, once we noticed the house, we was like, oh, shit, okay, let's go in. We go in. And the house is fucking packed on the inside too. First music they playing up in there, they're playing fucking Soldier Boy. So I'm like, all right, they on the throwback shit, you know what I'm saying? This is kinda lit or whatever, right? So then, you know, I'm mingling, you know what I'm saying, walking around doing whatever, whatever. 
Um, and yeah, Huey was off doing Huey. <laughs> and me, Nemo, and Morgan were in the house, I think, at this point. Yeah. So then, like, it was just this girl who, you know, was, I don't know, she just happened to be standing next to me. Well, first off, before I met her, it was this, I think this is, I think she was Hispanic. I want to say so. Um, her and her friends were leaving out or whatever. And I just said something to them. And I was like, I tried to, I don't know, I said some shit. I remember what I said. And then one of the girls just was like, you know what, fuck it. And she started dancing on me. <laughs> you know what, fuck it. Was like, she's like, you know what, fuck it. And then she started dancing on me, whatever. Her friends was hyping her up. And that was cool for my first five minutes to the goddamn house. So I was like, okay, everybody on one day. So then, like, you know, I'm just getting lit. You know what I'm saying? We're jumping around or whatever. And then there's this other chick there who I kind of vibe with or whatever. And, you know, like, when a, you know when a, when a female, like, hug you or whatever or touch you a certain kind of way, you be like, okay. Like, I peeped that. You know what I'm saying? I peeped that shit. You dig what I'm talking about? So then she ended up being the girl that I guess I was hanging with for tonight. Um, so, yeah, she was cool. She danced on me a lot. Like, it was one of the things where, like, I don't have to wonder if she fucking with me, nigga. She's fucking with me. So, like. <laughs> nigga, she's damn near she, fucking me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to try to pull it up. I got that draw. Go slow down a little bit. But, yeah. So, like, she was cool. Um, We mingled in. <laughs> she was cool. We mingled yeah, in. Yeah, she was cool. She was cool at the very least. Um, We mingled and hung out for the party, I guess. Started drinking. Took some shots. Um, And then, like, the music, the DJ. He was he was cool, but he like it was some songs I was thinking he was gonna play that he didn't play that I thought would have been perfect. Like he could have played no bystanders, that would have been perfect for that environment. Um, but you know, um yeah, we, um I winded up, you know what I'm saying, definitely getting that girl's number and I, we we left we left yeah. with him with her and her friend. Yeah, we left with her, her and her friend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that was how number, it ended. that was number five, I think, for me. Yeah, so or four. Yeah, and I got like I got like I think I got like two other I think I got just one other number that night other than hers, cause shit when after we met shit she pretty much was like that was who I was occupied with the most of the night because I was just like okay well I'm gonna see what she's talking about she's the one most obviously showing me attention mm-hmm. like she's the one saying you know what I'm saying oh I was looking for you and I was like oh okay shit you not talking about so shit so yeah I mean it was a lit ass party man and like like I said we um me and Huey left for her and her friend. We just left the party with him, and yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah. So, um, the main thing I remember from that party, like as far as me, was like I went inside with with Rod and MJ, and yeah, it was lit. Then that shit started getting hot. <laughs> it was hot as fuck in there. And then Thank you. I walked outside to cool off, and I see these, these fine little bitches over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> on, on the porch, you know what I'm saying? Just. The yeah, girls so on those that porch were the, yeah the, the porch girls are fine. So yeah, so, are, so yeah. I go over there and I'm I'm just I'm just talking to them. We we, we then we just start smoking, vibing, and then then I see this nigga Huey. He, he comes over here drunk as fuck with his with his girl. I'm like, okay, bro, you you doing you that bitch fine. I I hope you do something with her, but he, he never did anything. Where he he didn't no, want yeah. her that bad. I just, I just got her number. It's all good. <laughs> it was good for the moment. Yeah, but for the most part, really, like, usually when me, usually when the crew c- goes out, it's usually, like, me and MJ as, like, the babysitters. So, I'm just, so, <laughs> my, my entertainment is just, is, is usually Seeing just, watch, just watching, stuff. yeah, th- that's usually my entertainment. Like, I just really be chilling. I, I'm not really a party type, and I'm, I'm not really the type to try up thoughts because they're not worth it, for me at least, uh, well, Anyway, anyway, uh, I digress. But when we get into the car, 
I, I think that's when it starts getting funny again. Wait, you missed an important ass detail as it pertains to you. What? What happened? Did you not get some twerk that night, my dude? <laughs> Bro, I remember that. The whole crowd remembers that. Oh, the whole crowd was circling around. Yes. Below? You know, you was against the wall. That girl was drunk and high over there. She was fucked up. And this girl went and was <laughs> oh, just like, bow, 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 bow. This man even was just like, Vibing with that shit. Oh, <laughs> man, come on, bro. Uh, I had so I thought you were gonna say that first. That shit, dog. Cause they had they, people was like um, recording it, and everyone was like, hey, 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 and then evil was just like, <laughs> 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 it was proud of that shit. It was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't remember that. Bro, that what? Is, that that probably, she, she probably had a fat. If, if, it, if, it's, if it's a person you're thinking about, it's probably the bitch with the fat ass. She uh, had on black pants. Like, she had on black pants, I think. That shit was so fine. It was so fine because you was just chilling the whole time. And I was trying to egg you. I'm like, no, talk to somebody. He turned around and then see Nemo just like, oh, shit. No, because she, like, she was like going hard. Nemo like, was having to hit Nemo that shit back. Like, <laughs> 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 Nemo was over there handling that shit. I don't give a fuck. Nemo was handling that shit. <laughs> Man, what? Bro, and he was like, "You thought you was tough, bitch." Bro, yeah, everybody to me against the wall. Everybody, bro. yes, had, everybody had a good, a good night that night, bro. At least MJ bro. was dancing with some girl. And yeah, she had her thing going. Everybody was doing their thing. Everybody was cut off doing their thing, bro. That was so was, funny. Was all off getting uh, an individual in, off. Infinity, infinity stone and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all came back to the group like yeah. this. <laughs> We all came back like, let's go home. Let's go home. <laughs> that was so funny because it was just like that moment. That is for me. That moment just bro, that, that, that moment, was over the top. That moment, peaked, that moment for you made it over the night top. Yes, up. bro. Yes, we were bro. all getting getting numbers. It, it, lo- it slows down a little bit. We turn around, and see Nebo <laughs> smacking that bitch ass against the twerk, and we're Nebo's like, like, oh uh, shit, uh, it's uh, lit. Uh, uh, and the whole crowd is just like, hey. <laughs> Playing soldier boy, bro. That was fire. That was fire. That was fire. That, that party was so fun, bro. That was the best party I ever been to. That's my yeah. Same here. That was the best party I ever been to, bro. Uh, that was well, one of at least top three. Definitely top three party for me. That moment right that was there, the though. Party that was the cherry too. on top of the motherfucking Sunday right there, yeah, bro. Because yeah. it was like, bro, no, I'm not leaving until all of us get some action in some way. Whether it's making out girls, getting twerk, getting numbers, we all getting something. You know God damn, I give a we fuck. We all had the game turned up, man. Man, listen, we were like fucking monsters, bro. That girl was goddamn. Our, our juice was just flowing that it night. Was we was all we just spinning game. We was all just spinning game effortlessly, bro. It, it was just yes, you know I'm saying thank you. It was just so effortlessly. We was just going with the flow, bro. And the flow was definitely the motherfucking wave oh, that night. Well, let me end off my my. Portion of the story, so we, we go back to campus, and and I'm like, I want to get one more number. Oh, <laughs> I remember the, the oh shit. One. So then this this girl with green hair just walks up, and I'm like, let me get your number or whatever. You and just I, walked up and said that? I don't remember what I said, but it was basically that. It, basically something like that. So uh-huh. I got her number right. Um, yeah. So that's the, that's the last girl. That's girl six or five or something like that. Well, wait, but, wait. Didn't you ask to come upstairs with her? No. And she said she was too tired or some shit. You might, you might have. I may have. I don't, I don't remember that. He was like, I don't know. I, shit, you tell me. I don't shit. I don't think so. But hey, I don't know. No, that was a different night. You're thinking of. You're thinking of something different. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah. But it's all good because half them girls didn't hit me up afterwards anyway. Hey, it's all good, man. Shit. Um, yeah. All in all, that was the most lit party we've all been to as a collective for sure so far 
God damn. Parties, you have a standard to live up to fucking two now. God yeah. damn, for real. That, that was, shit was that nice. Was party was lit, bro. <laughs> that shit was nice. Bro, we got a fucking... Bro, we, we, we slick went to two locations. Well, really three. We had the pregame. Then we had to, like, get the free out. And then... Then we went to the fucking... That was a whole goddamn map car. of litness. <laughs> goddamn. Next party. Bruh. And we didn't have to pay. Yeah. That was a shit. We, oh, we, yeah. That party was we free. We DJ, man. The only thing we paid for was literally, like... The fucking pregame shit. All we do, yeah. all we do, was pay for the alcohol. It's been like four dollars. <laughs> right, and had a right. great night. Had a great night. But yeah, so if y'all want to hear some more low mid stories, let us know. Yeah, we, we got other shit. To, we got to tell. plenty more, bro. But for now, let's get into the show and tell segment. All right. So if you don't know, show and tell segment is a segment that we have in the low mid podcast where we inform you guys on some interesting fact that you may not have known, or just introduce an interesting conversation that you would like us to talk about on the show. <clears throat> so. Any one of you guys want to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. So uh, my show and tell for today is that there are more life, for- life forms living on your skin than there are people on the planet. Wow. That's a very interesting fucking sentence. So let me go ahead and explain. All right. So this I got that uh, sentence from a different website, but this article comes from discovermagazine.com. Nine, 90% of your cells within our body, within us are not ours but microbes your body is a planet i'm just gonna read like the first paragraph we may not realize it but each one of us is a walking ecosystem minuscule eight-legged demodex mites nestle head down inside the follicles of the eyelashes feasting unnoticed on skin cells microscopic bacteria live on the tongue teeth and skin and in the intestine dormant viruses like herpes simplex may loiter for years inside nerve cells perhaps Strangest of all are the self-replicating virus-like pieces of DNA that infected ancient humans and still make up about 8% of our genome. Uh, most of the time, we share our bodies harmoniously with the 90 trillion or so microbes. So we have over nine, 90 trillion living organisms on our bodies at all times. More people that are, than are on the planet. There's 7 billion people on the planet. 90 trillion living organisms on your body your body might be a whole planet to to some fucking alien or something who knows i mean yeah you know what i'm trying to say to like some little tiny light form so think about that what if like we are just some tiny little demodex mites on on a rock planet that's on the skin of like some ancient being or something i think that's what we are i think think about it i think it's inconclusive think about if we're if i'm an ecosystem with 90 trillion things on me that can like you know, move around and live and interact. They can, yeah. you know, they got to have a way to communicate and stuff. So you already know we're, we're fanatics about space yeah. and under the sea. So go ahead and add microscopic life to the list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is pretty interesting. That's interesting as fuck because you, you start looking at it. Living on me. Yeah. Like, dust mites, got them little water bears, everything. Man. Yeah. That is interesting because, you know, like everything is, like you said, everything is kind of an ecosystem, including the human body. So mm-hmm. that's always interesting. Um, all right, so for my show and tell, a nigga got his brain stolen. Huh? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Einstein's stolen brain. So a lot of people don't know this. Nigga got his brain stolen. I had to say it like that to make y'all go like exactly what y'all did. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So um, he died in 1995, Albert Einstein did. Mm-hmm. And there was this pathologist named Thomas Harvey at Princeton Hospital co- conducted an autopsy in which he removed... Einstein's brain. brain. And so rather than putting the brain back in the body, Harvey decided to keep it for study. Okay. He was like, I'm just going to keep this nigga's brain. 
This is research. This is my claim to fame. I'm just keep this nigga's brain. Harvard. Um. Um. Einstein's son wanted his dad's brain to be put back in his body, <laughs> <laughs> but then Harvey convinced him that okay, it would help science if I just researched your dad's brain, mm. and that's the end of that. But I thought it was interesting that somebody who was he was considered so smart that when he died, the person who he did the autopsy on his body took his brain out of his fucking body. And put it aside, and it was like, okay, let me take this shit. You mind if I take this, bro? Okay, cool. I might want to look at this. I might want to look at this shit a little later. So literally, imagine you die. Somebody takes your brain, and because you were revered as such a smart person while you were alive, they say, you know what? Your brain can help the science field. Like that, that is pretty interesting. Like, that's insane. Yeah, think about that. I, shit, if you were gonna study somebody's brain, why not Einstein? I guess. Yeah. Uh, since he did come up with a lot of. Um, uh, important a lot of the shit i hate in school stuff yeah yeah thank you einstein <laughs> thanks motherfucker einstein. <laughs> but um yeah man i wonder if they found anything interesting maybe not or maybe they found something too interesting but they didn't want they to tell anybody they can't tell nobody mm. you know what i'm saying but yeah, yeah that shit was cool though just in theory like oh you took his brain and studied it interesting bro i bet the government still has that shit it's probably somewhere up in the white house somewhere. They're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> put it in a chimp or something a chimp clone or something. They have it like floating in like that little vase or whatever with the mm-hmm. light shining on it, and they're like, "This and is Einstein's fucking apes. brain, right?" Yeah. Caesar. All right, so <laughs> my show and tell. Um, shit, which one do I want to go with? Uh, okay, so did you guys know that there is a YouTuber that actually made it to professional football? Really? From, I did not from know that. Starting from YouTube? Yeah. So this guy, his name on YouTube is called Destroying, and he literally just makes tutorials on how to kick a football and, like, play kicker for football. That's literally what he does. And he was actually... <laughs> <laughs> really? Dale. And he's... he's Afri- he's Well, I wouldn't say he's completely African-American, but he, he does have some, like, Hispanic <coughs> roots, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but he moved to Florida when he was, like, a kid or whatever, and he was he was a soccer player at first and he was just like hmm, let me just try football and then he ended up being one of the finest niggas in high school as far as kickers are concerned and then that got him a, a scholarship to the university of central florida and, damn and yeah he started he was their kicker for like a season but then the ncaa noticed that he was making revenue from his youtube channel so they cut him from the football team because you're not supposed to be making revenue Damn. If you're a student athlete. But that's his own Which is own, fucked up by the way. That's on his own yeah. time too though. Yeah. So that was a pretty big thing, right? And from that I didn't know how his career as a football player was gonna go because he chose YouTube over football and he was he was really just like fuck NCAA. And then now, two years later, he's playing in the Canadian League as a starting kicker for the Toronto Argonauts. So I think he has a pretty interesting story. You know what I'm saying? Being kicked off the football team for making YouTube videos. It's, it's, That's bullshit. It is Damn, you can't tell me what the fuck I'm what, what the fuck I gotta do when I lead a field, nigga. Like, what you mean? Yeah, exactly. So how much does CFL pay? Like, well, do you have do you have an idea what a salary is? Uh average CFL salary is about eighty thousand a year. Oh, okay. That's I'll still generally it. good money. I'll take it. Yeah. So he he's getting paid for playing football. So he won. Yeah. yeah, he came on the side yeah. with a W. That's like that's weird. Like, so why do you think they reprimanded him for doing that? Because he was making money. Oh, yeah. that guy's monetized it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Of Which course. Is whack. That's yeah, because like, it it was really hard for him because like he was like, well, I love filming, but I love football, so he chose filming. 
Mm. Wow. Well, at least he came out making some money with the Canadian League at the end. And got yeah. to keep his YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got to keep his YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. So, Goddamn. Shout out to him. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was a very. These are three very interesting show and tell segments. You did what I'm talking about. Um, oh, by the way, I'm going back to the little mid stories. You guys definitely comment <laughs> on what you thought was the funniest story, <laughs> oh, yeah. or the craziest oh, story, because yeah. um, you know, saying we definitely got more of those to come. And I think that's all for this week, right? Mm-hmm. That's all for this week. Thank you yeah. guys for tuning in. Um, I'm King Ramil again in Huey's normal seat. <laughs> this seat does feel different weird yeah, but um you can follow me on instagram at king r-a-h-m-i-l king ramel on instagram you can check out our lomi productions instagram page at lomi productions and you can check out our lomi youtube page just type in lomi in all lower caps uh i'm huey revolution you can follow me everywhere at huey revolution that's h-u-e-y-r-e-v-o-l-u-t-i-o-n yeah that's you know youtube soundcloud instagram everywhere and you can follow me on instagram and soundcloud and twitter at nemo the zeus i need some followers yeah (coughs) all right thank you guys for listening we out peace later